Blog Talk Radio. And because 
the Lord has revealed Angola who is in the land. Na kwa sababu Bwana amefungulia Angola ni nani aliye katika nchi. Elijah moved from Bethel to Gilgal to Jordan to go. Elia alitoka Bethel Gilgal kwenda Yorodani kwenda. So the prophet of the Lord is moving from here to a double portion of revival in Angola for the church to enter. Kwa hivyo nabii wa Mungu anatoka hapa kwenda Angola kwa upako madufu ili kanisa lipate kuingia. I see Kenya is open. Ninaona Kenya hii wazi. I see Kenya is ready. Ninaona Kenya hii tayari. But Angola is not yet ready. Lakini Angola haiko tayari bado. kwa wanzi kabisa very clearly we have seen kwa wanzi kabisa tumepata kuona what the lord is speaking kile ambacho bwana ananena and we've seen na tumeona that uh, ever since we had the other night vigil ya kwamba tangu wakati ule tulipokuwa na kesha mara ya mwisho that conversation hayo mazungumzo much has happened mengi yamekwisha kutendeka and uh, The Lord has been taking me across the globe. Na Bwana amekuwa akinipeleka kote kote duniani. Kwa miisho ya ulimwengu. And in that taking me across the globe. Na katika kule kunipeleka kote kote duniani. These are the oracles he has been speaking. Haya ndio mahusia ambayo amekuwa akinena. Releasing. Akiachilia. And these are the instructions. Na haya ndio maelekezo. He has been bringing to the church. Ambayo amekuwa akililetea kanisa. We saw that there's no greater visitation than the visitation of the cloud. Na tukaona kwamba hakuna mtembeleo mwingine mkubwa zaidi unaoshinda mtembeleo wa wingu. And inside that visitation. Na ndani mwa huo mtembeleo is a powerful message. Ni ujumbe wa nguvu kabisa. And if you put together what we have just seen in the past segment. Na ukiweka pamoja yale ambayo tumeona katika awamu iliyopita that message huo ujumbe it bears the features inabeba vile vipengele of the true message for the hour via ujumbe wa kweli wa saa hii why kwa nini because if you listen to everything said therein manake ukisikiliza kila kitu kilichosemwa mlendani 
that is the only message that can be given to the church at this hour. Huo ndio ujumbe wa pekee unaoweza kupeanwa kwa kanisa katika saa hii. In other words I'm saying nobody can give the church another message at this hour. Kwa maneno mengine ninasema hakuna mtu anayeweza kulipa kanisa ujumbe mwingine katika saa hii. Because if you listen to how the Lord is bringing it through unto the church. Manake ukisikiza vile ambavyo Bwana anauleta kwa kanisa He's talking about the followers. He's edifying the church. Analijenga kanisa. Edifying the church. Analijenga kanisa. Through the following means. Kufuatia njia zifuatazo. By resharpening the church, sharpening the church further. Kwa kulichonga kanisa zaidi. By purifying the church further. Kwa kulitakasa kanisa hata zaidi refining the church father kwa kulisafisha kanisa zaidi and redirecting the course of the church at this hour na kuelekeza upya njia ya kanisa katika saa hii and it's a beautiful heavenly message na ni ujumbe wa kupendeza wa kibinguni because it is essentially anchored on repentance and the turning away from sin manake kimsingi umetiwananga kwa toba na kugeuka kutoka kwa dhambi And he says that only by reestablishing holiness ya kwamba ni kwa kuimarisha tu upya utakatifu in the heart of the church katika moyo wa kanisa can the church of Christ at this hour ndipo kanisa la Kristo katika saa hii regain her heavenly inheritance litapata upya urithi wake wa kimbinguni in other words kwa maneno mengine reestablish her heavenly bearing li, direction litaimarisha upya ule mwelekeo wake wa kimbinguni and so it's always a beautiful thing to be visited by jehovah na basi kila mara ni jambo la kupendeza kutembelewa na yehova i would have loved to mention one other last thing ningependa kutaja jambo lingine moja because kwa maana at one time again katika wakati mmoja mara tena when the glory of the lord visited wakati utukufu wa bwana ulipotembelea i'm reminded here ninakumbushwa mahali hapa of the servant of god whose ministry is so synonymous with this visitation juu ya mtumishi wa mungu ambaye misheni yake inaambatana moja kwa moja na huu mtembeleo And his name is Moses the man of God. Na jina lake ni Musa mtu wa Mungu. And in a nutshell he says. Kwa mkutasari asema hivi that this same glory of the presence of Jehovah. Ya kwamba huu utukufu wa uwepo wa Jehovah came but this time in another form. Ulishuka lakini mara hii katika namna tofauti. And he introduced himself right there inside. Na akajitambulisha mule ndani moja kwa moja. And he came this time around as the consuming fire. Na mara hii alikuja kama moto ulao. But when he came and he descended down. Lakini alipokuja na akashuka chini in the presence of Moses. Katika uwepo wa Musa. The bush is burning. Kichaka kinaungua but there is no incineration lakini hakiteketei and when moses went to check na wakati musa alikwenda kuangalia if you look at the engagement that the lord himself in this glory had with moses ukiangalia ile mazungumzo ambayo bwana mwenyewe katika utukufu huu alikuwa nayo na musa there is a message kuna ujumbe unto the church kwa kanisa because you hear him say manake unamsikia akisema the glory came down baada ya utukufu kushuka that moses moses ya kwamba musa musa don't 
come any closer. Usikaribie hata. Remove your sandals. Vua viatu vyako. For the place where you stand. Manake mahali usimamapo. Is now holy ground. Sasa ni mahali patakatifu. And I've been around the earth. Na nimekuwa kote kote duniani. Saying this to the church. Nikiliambia kanisa haya. That in that conversation with Moses. Ya kwamba katika mazungumzo hayo na Musa. You see very clearly without any speck of a doubt. Unaona kwa wazi kabisa pasipo kushuku kokote. That whenever the glory of Jehovah comes to a place. Ya kwamba wakati wowote utukufu wa Bwana unashuka mahali fulani. It sanctifies the place. Unatakasa mahali pale and consecrates the people there. Na kuwaweka watu hao wakfu walio pale. Because that was very powerful. Manake hiyo ilikuwa ya nguvu sana. Manake alikuwa anasema Now that I have come down here. Sasa ya kwamba nimeshuka hapa chini. This place has now converted mutated into holy ground Mahali hapa pamegeuka kuwa mahali patakatifu Meaning has now been sanctified by my presence Kumaanisha kwamba sasa pametakaswa na uwepo wangu And so when you look at now the visitation at hand the one we are holding now Na sasa basi ukiangalia ule mtembeleo ambao tunashughulikia hivi sasa It speaks the same Inanena vile vile In other words Kwa maneno mengine anasema kwa kanisa that hey ya kwamba hey church of christ church of christ kanisa la kristo kanisa la kristo royal bride of christ biarusi wa kifalme wa kristo priestly bride of the messiah biarusi wa kikuhani wa messiah bride of god biarusi wa kifalme wa mungu don't come any closer usikaribie hata don't usikaribie with those sandals na viatu hivyo remove those sandals vua hivyo viatu because the place where you are worshiping now where you are standing now manake mahali unapoabudia sasa unaposimama sasa in hebrew katika kiebrania standing before the lord kusimama mbele za bwana refers to it means ministering unto the lord inaashiria kumhudumia bwana in other words worshiping kwa maana mengine kumuabudu church of christ church of christ kanisa la kristo kanisa la kristo hey you royal bride ewe biarusi wa kifalme kingly bride of god biarusi wa kifalme wa mungu don't come any closer usikaribie hata remove those sandals susia dirty vua hivyo viatu vichafu for the place where you stand now manake mahali usimamapo sasa behold tazama is holy ground ni mahali patakatifu When you look at the visitation that took place in Kisumu. Kwa hivyo unapotazama ule mtembeleo uliotendeka Kisumu. It's a beautiful visitation. Ni mtembeleo wa kupendeza. That is in the church that took place in the church. Ambao uko ndani ya kanisa ulitendeka kanisani. So the message thereafter. Basi ujumbe uliomo mle ndani. Hey, ni kwamba hey. The house of the Lord. Nyumba ya Bwana has now been sanctified. Sasa imetakaswa. In other words, hey. Kwa maana mengine hey the house of the lord nyumba ya bwana has now become holy ground sasa imefanyika mahali patakatifu and i think that is a very key fundamental message that should be able to resonate to shake the church at this hour na nafikiria huo ni ujumbe nyeti kabisa ambao unapaswa kuenea kanisani katika saa hii it is the true meaning of awakening ni maana ya kweli ya mngamusho meaning are you not aware kumaanisha je haujui
that we are now standing on holy ground. Ya kwamba sasa tumesimama mahali patakatifu. No once you're on holy ground. Na unajua unapokuwa tu mahali patakatifu. Worship has to be holy. Basi ibada yako lazima iwe takatifu. So this is a very powerful awakening. Na basi huu ni mwamsho wa nguvu kabisa. There's a lot there you know you can share about the ship of Jethro Now, that Moses was standing which is equivalent to the wealth of the earth. Na unaona kuna mengi kabisa hapo kwa mfano kondoo wa Jethro ambao Musa alikuwa na wachunga wanaosawazishwa na mali ya hapa chini duniani. And when this visitation beholds. Na wakati mtembeleo huu unatendeka. Then you see the change of identity of Moses. Basi unaona kubadilishwa kwa kitambulisho cha Mose. Change of direction for Moses. Kubadilishwa kwa mwelekeo kwa Mose. And change of life's mission. Na kubadilishwa kwa misheni ya maisha yake. The calling was right there. Kumaanisha mwito ulikuwa papo hapo. Could it be that the Lord is now changing direction for the church? Je, yawezekana ya kwamba sasa Bwana anabadilishia kanisa mwelekeo? Na tazama sasa analiita kanisa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then you move further on. Na kisha ukiendelea. And you see the things that you may think now you can impute it for yourself what constitutes the rotten sandals, the dirty sandals. Alafu sasa wewe mwenyewe unaweza kujijazia vile vitu ambavyo vinamaanisha dhambi za ngono the nudity of women nudity of men in church uchi wa wanawake na wanaume kanisani ushoga kanisani uchawi kanisani upotovu and all those things the gospel of prosperity na vitu hivyo vyote injili ya ufanisi sometimes i wonder wakati mwingine nashangaa i wonder how come the church cannot see najiuliza kwa nini kanisa halioni that that road she's on is the wrong road destination. Ya kwamba hiyo barabara ambayo kanisa lipo ni barabara mbaya linaenda katika njia nyingine tu. And the ship of Jethro basically the wealth of the world. Na kondoo wa Jethro kwa kimsingi ni mali ya duniani. Maybe in Sweden. Labda Sweden. Your ship of Jethro is that second home you have in Norway. Labda hao kondoo wako Jethro ni nyumba ya pili uliyonayo Norway. Vacation home in Portugal. Boma la kilikizo kule Portugal. I don't know what it is maybe it's your job. Sijui ni nini labda ni kazi yako. Maybe it's your nation that you are attending. Labda ni taifa lako unachunga. My Swedish passport. Ati pasi yangu ya Swedish ama pasi yangu ya Finnish naichunga. And then you lose focus. Alafu unapoteza lengo. On why the Lord ever created you. Juni ya kwa nini Mungu alikuumba. But you know he's talking about the reconnecting of the church back to her initial mission Lakini sasa anazungumzia kuliunganisha kanisa upya kulirejesha kwa misheni yake ya kwanza Remember I rescued you from the water from the beginning for this mission Anasema kumuka Mose nilikukomboa kutoka kwa maji kwa sababu ya hii misheni Let's get back to the mission Wacha turejelee misheni And then as you move further on Na kisha unapoendelea You see that all the Lord is speaking about is holiness Waona kwamba kila ambacho Bwana anazungumzia Remove of sandals I've said is a symbol of humility. Kuvua viatu nimesema ni ishara ya unyenyekevu. And also sanctification consecration. Na pia utakaso na kuwekwa wakfu. And so forth. Na mengineyo. But uh, as I begin this new message now. Lakini sasa ninapoanza huu ujumbe mpya. I want to quickly go through the vision of May 4th 2014. Ninataka kwa haraka kupitia maono ya May tarehe 4 2014. Now in that vision this is what happened. Katika maono hayo hikindicho kilichotendeka. The Lord spoke by voice from heaven, the loud voice. Bwana alinena kwa sauti kubwa kutoka mbinguni. And he said, "Look." Na akasema, "Tazama." The Messiah is coming. Masihi anakuja. And then he said, "Na kisha akasema, "But see." Lakini tazama. The church is not ready. 
kanisa haliko tayari and i remember i was in kenya here na ninakumbuka nalikuwa hapa kenya in that tremendous conversation of the lord katika hayo mazungumzo makuu ya bwana and he was saying look the church world over in fact the deeper unfolding that he gave me in that vision is that look the church out there the church world over is not yet ready na basi kile alichonipatia ufunuo wa kilindini wa hayo maono ni kwamba alikuwa anasema kwamba tazama kanisa la kote kote duniani huko nje haliko tayari and i remember very well inside that vision na ninakumbuka vyema kabisa katika maono hayo the lord made my heart feel the grief he felt Bwana aliusababisha moyo wangu uhisi ule huzuni aliyokuwa nao yeye. Out of the fact that look the Messiah is coming but the church the entire church out there is not yet ready. Kutokana na swala ya kwamba tazama masihi yanarejea lakini kanisa lote kule nje haliko tayari. And he made me feel the way he felt the very deep sadness. Na kanisababisha nihisi vile alihisi huzuni ya ndani sana. And then Nakisha he made me fall down on the ground. Alinisababisha nikaanguke chini sakafuni. So I fell down on the ground. Na basi nikaanguka chini sakafuni. And he made me weep very bitterly out of the fact that look the messiah is coming but the church world over out there is not yet ready na kasababisha nilie kwa uchungu kabisa kutokana na swala kwamba tazama masihi yanarudi lakini kanisa la kote kote duniani kule nje haliko tayari and so i think that becomes a very major bearing i want us to use that as our point of reference for the message that I'm launching tonight. Na basi ninataka nitumie hiyo kama alama yetu ya kigezo katika ujumbe ninaowaletea usiku wa leo. I'm launching a very significant message tonight. Ninaanzisha ujumbe ulio muhimu kabisa usiku huu. And I'm going to walk you step by step. It's going to be very long and very deep. Naenda kuwatembezeni hatua baada ya hatua itakuwa ndefu sana tena ya kilindini. But at the end of this message. Lakini mwishoni wa ujumbe huu. You and I. Wewe pamoja nami. We'll come to one common point of convergence. A concrete point where we will all converge. Tutafikia mahali fulani ambapo wote tutafikiana. Where we will be in common agreement. Ambapo tutakuwa na makubaliano mamoja. That this indeed. Ya kwamba hii kwa hakika was necessary. Ilikuwa ya muhimu. Because he says. Kwa maana anasema the following. Yafuatayo. The Messiah is coming. Masihi anakuja but the church world over lakini kanisa la kote duniani is not ready haliko tayari and you see there is a bitter now look at this now he says bitter sadness Laki, bitter weeping tazama hii sasa anasema uzuni ya uchungu kulia kwa uchungu so this, this to me is very powerful na basi hii kwangu ni ya nguvu sana if i were out today to go through scripture iwapo ningekuwa ninakusudi la kupitia maandiko leo to read scripture to establish scripture in these things kusoma maandiko na kudhibitisha maandiko katika misemo hii the scripture that comes to heart andiko linalokuja moyoni is revelation chapter 19 ni ufunuo mlango wa 19 verses 6 to verse 9 mstari wa 6 hadi wa 9 because there manake mahali pale he describes the joy unspeakable anazungumzia furaha isiyokuwa na kifani that befalls creation in heaven inayoangukia umbali yani majeshi wa mbinguni and in his description kat- you see him describing a joy that has not been seen before na katika maelezo yake unaona akielezea furaha ambayo haijawahi kuonekana he's talking about a celebration ananena kuhusu kusherehekea breaks out kunakolipuka that has not been seen before ambako hakujawahi kuonekana in the manner of his narrative about it 
katika namna yake ya kuielezea and he says naasema when you hear the reason that celebration is being dispensed unaposikiza sababu ya hiyo sherehe dropping heaven ambayo inadunda dunda mbinguni hear them saying basi unasikia wakisema for the day of the wedding of the lamb for the wedding of the lamb has come kwa maana harusi ya mwanakondoo imekuja but if you go further then he gives even the downstream the anchors of that celebration lakini ukiendelea zaidi anakupatia zile hoja za ndani za hiyo sherehe sasa for the wedding of the lamb has come anasema kwa maana harusi ya mwanakondoo imewadia and his bride has made herself ready nabii harusi wake amejiweka tayari and then he mentions all the small items the major items the fine linen bright and clean but the key thing i want to bring out here is that when the church is ready then there is joy unspeakable as that day approaches and arrives bila shaka anaendelea anataja vile vipengevi ndani kama kitani safi lakini kile kitu cha muhimu ninataka kuleta ni ya kwamba wakati biarusi wa kristo wako tayari basi kunakuwa na furaha as we are devoured towards that day as it matures and as it arrives tunapoelekea kwa hiyo siku inapokomaa na inapowadia but now i understand even better now that However, when the church is not ready, Lakini, then there will be unbelievable, despicable sadness. Lakini sasa ninaelewa kilindini zaidi ya kwamba iwapo kanisa haliko tayari, basi kutakuwa na huzuni nyingi sana. I want to develop my bearing on this teaching tonight. Ninataka kutengeneza mwelekeo wangu kwa haya mafundisho usiku wa leo based on this. Kulingana na hii based on the fact that she is not ready kulingana na swala kwamba kanisa haliko tayari and the key elements that come out what automatically shoots out na jambo lambo linajitokeza moja kwa moja is why is she not ready ni kwamba kwa nini hayuko tayari what is stopping her from being ready nini kinamzuia asiwe tayari where is the problem shida iko wapi what is the problem shida ni ipi i mean those are automatic questions that shoot out towards you when he says she is not ready hayo ni maswali ambayo yanajitokeza kwako moja kwa moja anaposema kwamba hayu And you can summarize this some of you I know you can say but I know why. Lakini unaweza kujifupishia na kusema lakini najua kwa nini. Second Timothy chapter 3 spoke about it. Timotheo wa pili mlango wa tatu alinenea unaweza kusema. He know he spoke about the decay of this last day. Alinena kuhusu muozo wa siku hii. He described the fine ingredients of the apostasy of this hour. Alinena kuhusu vikolezo vya mwanguko wa saa hii. So you can easily say but that's apostasy. Kwa hivyo unaweza kusema kwa kiraisi lakini huo si ni mwanguko kutoka kwa imani. He talks about the finest ingredients that would define the fall of this hour. Ananena kuhusu zile hoja za ndani ndani ambazo zitaelezea mwanguko wa saa hii. Men will be lovers of money. Ya kwamba watu watapenda pesa. Lovers of self. Watajipenda. Having a form of godliness. Watakuwa na umbo la uungu. But lacking holiness therein. Lakini wakikosa utakatifu. The power of the Holy Spirit. Wakikosa nguvu za roho mtakatifu. They will be out there Watakuwa wasengenyaji. They will be in immorality, debauchery. Watakuwa kwa usherati na husuda. Dissension. Watakuwa kwa uovu. Jealousy. Wivu anger asira abuse matusi name it down the line mengine mengi kabisa you could summarize it that way unaweza kuiweka kwa kutaka tena mbio lakini nakwambia it is not that easy si rahisi namna hiyo and that's why today i want to break it down na ndoma nake leo ninataka kuwavunjia that we may narrow down ya kwamba tukaelekee into the underpinnings kwa zile hoja za ndani ndani of the reason why is she not ready za sababu ya ni kwa nini haliko tayari and in this conversation na katika mazungumzo haya i want to talk about the following 
Nataka kunena kuhusu yafuatayo. I want to address why she's not ready. Ninataka kuzungumzia kwa nini hayuko tayari. By looking at the following. Kwa kuangazia yafuatayo. Looking at the qualities of pastoral. Kuangazia sifa za uchungaji that have been flouted today. Ambazo zimetupiliwa mbali siku hizi. Let me put it another way. Wacha niweke katika njia nyingine. I want to look at. Ninataka kuangazia what ought the pastor of this hour be? Je, mchungaji wa saa hii awe namna gani? What characteristics have today's pastors? Ni tabia zipi ambazo wachungaji wa siku hizi missed? Wamekosa for the church not to be ready kwa kanisa kutokuwa tayari for apostasy to flourish and thrive in the church kwa mwanguko kunawiri na kudhibiti kanisani because in my conversation you right away see manake katika mazungumzo yangu unaona moja kwa moja that responsibility ya kwamba majukumu rests at the pulpit yako pale kwa madhabahu but you know as i look at this before i begin lakini unajua napotazama hii kabla nianze look at why the church is not ready nikiangazia kwa nini kanisa haliko tayari and then now examining what are those marks what are the qualities that the pulpit has missed not to prepare the church nikiangazia kwamba ni sifa zipi ubora upi ambao madhabahu yamekosa kwa hivyo hayajaliandaa kanisa so i am going to talk about the qualities of today's pastor kwa hivyo ninaenda kuzungumzia sifa za mchungaji wa leo the qualities that the pastor of today ought to have ubora ambao mchungaji wa leo hii anapaswa kuwa nao but as i discuss those qualities lakini ninapozungumzia sifa hizo discussing them nikijadili exploiting their wealth bread and wheat na kuchambua upana wake na urefu wake na utajiri wake going deep and going wide and going up about this na kuingia kilindini na kuenda kwa upana na juu kuihusu and covering his entire expanse na kufunika upana wake wote bringing it to the church of christ globally tonight na kuliletea kanisa la kristo usiku wa leo ya kwamba likajue as i do so napofanya hivyo addressing the pulpit nikizungumzia madhabahu this is what today's pastor ought to be nikisema kwamba mchungaji wa leo hii anapaswa kuwa hivi and has missed it na ameikosa meaning he can pick or she can pick or the pulpit can get her bearing again kumaanisha kwamba madhabahu yanaweza kupata mwelekeo wake upya tena but as i do that lakini napofanya hivyo look at what is going to come out to you tazama kile kitajitokeza you are going to realize unaenda kutambua that i'm actually talking about ya kwamba kwa hakika nazungumzia same qualities i'm also talking about the qualities of the church leadership pia ninazungumzia sifa za uongozi wa kanisa you'll also understand pia utaelewa that if you're a church elder ya kwamba iwapo wewe ni mzee wa kanisa it is you i'm addressing ni wewe ninazungumzia if you are an overseer of church kama wewe ni overseer wa kanisa you'll find out that this conversation is between me and you utaona kwamba haya mazungumzo ni kati yangu na wewe you'll find out utagundua that if you're an evangelist ya kwamba iwapo wewe ni mwinjilisti you are at the center of my focus my conversation uko katika kati ya mazungumzo yangu i am talking to you ninakuzungumzia but most importantly lakini la muhimu sana you'll find that utagundua this conversation in as much as is directed to 
the qualities of pastor haya mazungumzo hata kama sana sana yamelengwa kwa sifa za mchungaji the quality of the pulpit sifa za madhabahu the quality of church leadership of this hour sifa za viongozi wa kanisa wa saa hii you'll find that essentially utagundua kwamba kimsingi actually i am talking to the congregation kwa hakika ninazungumzia washirika why kwa nini because these qualities kwa maana hizi sifa when i begin to go step by step from number one nikianza kupitia hatua kwa hatua You'll find that they are the same features and characteristics. Utapata kwamba ndizo sifa zile zile na tabia zile zile that define salvation. Ambazo zinaelezea uokovu. That ought to have been embodied in the salvation the church beholds today. Ambazo zilipaswa kuwa katika uokovu ambao kanisa linao leo hii. And when you go deeper. Na ukiingia vilindini. As I continue discussing this. Ninapoendelea kujadili hii. You'll find that I'm actually talking about. Utapata kwamba kwa hakika ninazungumzia that the holy spirit bestows upon church today Sif- upon the believer sifa ambazo roho mtakatifu anazileta kwa kanisa leo juu ya muumini so nobody can escape this sharp message of this night kwa hivyo hakuna mtu anaweza kuhepa huu ujumbe mkali wa usiku wa leo in america hata uwe marekani finland uwe finland australia australia new zealand new zealand south korea south korea all the way to slovakia mpaka slovakia italy italy united states marekani Austin Texas Austin Texas Whether you are in Virginia Maryland Uwe Virginia Maryland You are in Baltimore Uwe Baltimore New York City New York City You are in Latin America Uwe Marekani Brazil wherever Brazil. it does not matter Haijalishi You will find that I am alive to you Uta- My conversation is alive to you Utagundua kwamba mazungumzo yangu ni moja kwa moja kwako So I want to look at these very important qualities of the pulpit and of salvation that the church has missed to cause her not to be ready. Kwa hivyo ninataka kuzungumzia hizi sifa nyeti kabisa za madhabahu na za wokovu ambazo kanisa limekosa na basi haliko tayari. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before I look at these qualities. Kabla niangazie sifa hizi. I want to say the following. Ningependa kusema ya As I begin navigating myself from point number one all the way downstream to point number 82 ya kwamba ninapoanza kujiendesha taratibu kuanzia hoja ya kwanza mpaka ya 82 you will feel that you are hearing another voice utahisi ni kwamba unasikia sauti nyingine deep inside this message ndani kabisa ya ujumbe huu that is telling you inayokuambia that what this message is saying ya kwamba kila ambacho ujumbe huu unasema that it is reminding you ya kwamba unakukumbusha that Christ Jesus yakuwa Kristo Yesu must be seen in you ni lazima akaonekane ndani yako in fact that becomes the standard the benchmark the threshold Basi the irreducible minimum inafanyika ndio kiwango kile ambacho hakiwezi kupunguzwa he is saying asema that this whole thing will also affect evangelism ya kwamba jambo hili lote litaathiri pia uinjilisti meaning kumaanisha in whatever these qualities will be katika vivyote vile ambavyo hizi sifa zitakuwa to the pastor kwa mchungaji and then to the congregation alafu pia kwa washirika they summarize the following yanaweka kwa mkutasari yafuatayo the capability for you to lead people uwezo wa kwako wewe kuwaongoza watu as the light of christ kama nuru ya kristo in this dark world katika ulimwengu huu wa running people around you kwa kuwaleta watu walio karibu nawe running people to you kuwakusanya watu kwako kwa common goal kwa lengo moja salvation wokovu repentance toba the kingdom of god ufalme wa mungu at the same time na wakati huo huo 
confidence in them to take the step. Kuchochea ujasiri ndani yao wakapiga hatua. That is powerful. Hiyo ni ya nguvu kabisa. That is mighty. Hiyo ni kuu. If there was any definition that can bring out evangelism. Iwapo kuna maelezo yote ambayo yanaweza kuchambua uinjilisti. Is that one? Ni hiyo. To have the capacity to go somewhere. Kuwa na uwezo wa kwenda mahali fulani. And cause them to see Christ in you. Na kuwasababisha waone Christ. And rally them to you. Na kuwakusanya kwako. As they rally to you. Wanapokuja kwako. They realize you have a common purpose, a common goal. Wanaona kwamba unakusudi moja. The kingdom. Ufalme. Ufalme, uhaki. Holiness, holiness. Utakatifu, utakatifu. And then nakisha inspire them. Uwachochee they may pursue it. Yakoba waifuatilie. <laughs> That's very powerful. Hiyo ni nguvu sana. So I want to look at the qualities of today's pastor. Na basi nataka kuangazia sifa za mchungaji wa leo. Another was the qualities of salvation. Kwa maana mengine ni sifa za wokovu. I think I think this really befits this hour. Na nafikiria hii inatoshana kabisa na saa hii. Because we have all been called Manake sisi sote tumeitwa Because this is now the hour of equipping and empowerment Manake hii ni saa ya kujiami na kutiwa nguvu Okay the first quality that the pastor and the Christian I'm going to be mentioning the word pastor but you should just know it's the Christian Na basi sifa ya kwanza ya mchungaji na mkristo bila shaka nitataja mchungaji lakini jua ni mkristo pia The first quality that today's pastor ought to have had for the church to well prepare sifa ya kwanza ambayo mchungaji wa leo hii alipaswa awe nayo ili kanisa likapate kujiandaa ya kwamba bwana asiweze kuninenea kama vile alivyonenea tarehe 4 ya mei 2014 that if you are a shepherd of this hour for this hour ya kwamba iwapo wewe ni mchungaji wa sahi you must exude when people look at you and they see your practice they must see you spilling out dispensing out ni lazima ukadhihirishe yani watu wakikuangalia tu watazame vile unaenenda lazima waone unaangaza unamwaga quality number one. sifa ya kwanza that you must have a fierce biblical faithfulness na ni kwamba ni lazima ukawe na uaminifu mkali wa kibiblia and you see that's a very powerful undertone already there na unaona kwamba tayari hicho ni kipengee cha muhimu kabisa mahali pale because right there he's talking about three very important features manake mahali pale ananena kuhusu hoja tatu za muhimu sana he's talking about fears meaning courageous ananena, not fearing ananena kuhusu kali kumaanisha yenye ujasiri bila kuogopa and he say biblical na anasema yaki biblia saying it is it has to be centered around the word Anasema, around the bible ni lazima iwe imekwezwa kwa neno kwa biblia and then he highlights faithfulness alafu anasisitiza uaminifu so he's saying essentially kwa hivyo kimsingi anasema if you look at that statement a fierce biblical faithfulness ukitazama hiyo kauli ya kwamba uaminifu mkali wa kibiblia he's essentially addressing faithfulness kwa maneno mengine analenga uaminifu he's saying actually today's pastor has to be faithful. Anasema kwamba kwa hakika mchungaji wa leo hii ni lazima awe mwaminifu. And then he categorizes, he classifies the class of faithfulness. Alafu anasisitiza kiwango cha huo uaminifu. He saying that faithfulness. Anasema kwamba huo uaminifu has to be fierce. Ni lazima uwe wa ujasiri. For you to survive in this world with so many assaults and challenges from the enemy. Kwako wewe kujimudu katika ulimwengu huu uliojaa mashambulizi mengi kabisa toka kwa adui. Without fear, fierce. Bila uoga. And Bible based. 
mizizi biblical na yenye kutiwa mizizi kwa biblia ya kibiblia when you look at point number one alone ukiangalia tu kipengele cha kwanza pekee then you understand why there is a fall in the church basi utaelewa kwa nini kuna mwanguko kanisani so then you ask yourself maana utajiuliza is today's pastor faithful Je, mchungaji wa leo hii ni mwaminifu? Meaning having faith, full of faith. Kumaanisha aliyejaa imani ana imani. I've said this repeatedly. Nimesema hii kwa kurudia rudia. That sometimes the biggest problem is that we are in the business of dispensing faith, teaching faith, yet the pastor or the pulpit sometimes appears as if they don't have faith they themselves ya kwamba shida kubwa ni hii ya kwamba tuko katika shughuli za kufundisha imani lakini utapata kwamba wale wako kwa madhabahu wenye wachungaji wanakosa hiyo imani how can you be a deliverer wawezaje kuwa mkombozi when you yourself you have not yet been delivered wakati wewe mwenyewe haujakombolewa oh god will help you at e mungu atakusaidia god will help you don't mind mungu atakusaidia usijali and yet when you look at the practice of corruption in the church today na ili hali ukiangalia matendo ya ufisadi kanisani leo they essentially bespeak faithlessness Kimsini, meaning they cannot believe god can provide kimsingi yanazungumza kutokuwa na imani yani hawawezi kuamini kwamba Mungu anaweza kuwatualia faith is believing god imani ni kuamini Mungu haleluya haleluya and so this character here this quality number one. na basi hii sifa ya kwanza is very powerful and very important ni ya nguvu kabisa tena nyeti because if the pastor had this quality maana kiwapo mchungaji angekuwa na hii sifa then he can go out into the marketplace basi anaweza kwenda kule nje masokoni without fear whatsoever pasipo kuogopa kokote and bring forth na kuweza kutokeza the holy pronouncements of god matamushi matakatifu ya mungu that's why say fears and biblical ndio maana yake anasema ya ujasiri na ya biblia why have you said so na wakiuliza kwa nini umesema hivyo because It is written. Na unasema kwa maana imeandikwa. And that is what Jesus the Messiah used during the 40 days and nights of fasting in the wilderness. Na hicho nicho Yesu Masiya alitumia katika siku wa 40 usiku na mchana za kufunga jangwani. A fierce biblical faith. Uaminifu wa kiujasiri wa kibiblia. Is a very powerful cornerstone. Ni ni ngao 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 iliyo muhimu sana. For the rightful pastoral for this hour kwa ajili ya uchungaji unaostahili kwa sababu ya saa hii because now you can go out manake sasa uweza kwenda kule nje when you have this quality and assail the devil wakati ambapo uko na hii sifa alafu ummalize shetani and stand with god regardless na kusimama na mungu pasipo kujali and like i've said before na kama vile nimesema pale awali there is nothing i'm saying here that the lord has not passed me Hakuna kitu ninachosema hapa ambacho Mungu hajanipitisha mwenyewe ndani. Because you know many times I think the pulpit fears loneliness upweke. Manake mara nyingi nafikiria madhabahu wanaogopa upweke. Oh I fear to go rebuke it because people run away from me. Naogopa kwenda kuikemea manake watu watanitoroka. But he's saying that if you will have a fierce biblical faithfulness, fierce and biblical, you will stand with the Lord, stand with the word even if you stand alone. Anasema kwamba lakini kama utakuwa na uaminifu wa kiujasiri wa kibiblia, utasimama na Bwana, utasimama na neno hata kama utabaki peke yako. So as a pastor of this hour na basi kama mchungaji wa sahi do you see yourself having a fierce biblical faithfulness je 
unajiona ukiwa na uaminifu wa kiujasiri wa kibiblia number two. ya pili the second quality that if the church had the lord would not have had this conversation with me sifa ya pili ambayo kama kanisa lingekuwa nayo bwana hangekuwa na mazungumzo haya pamoja nami he says long term tenure anasema ya kwamba kazi ya muda mrefu Let me describe this to you. Wacha nikawaelezehi. Long term tenure. Kazi ya muda mrefu. Meaning, kumaanisha, is saying, anasema, that this type of pastor when you have this quality. Ya kwamba na hii ya mchungaji ukiwa na sifa hii. This type of pastor, huyu mchungaji, when he comes into the pastoral ministry. Wakati anaingia katika huduma ya uchungaji. He is not coming in today and stepping out tomorrow. Haji humu ndani leo alafu kesho anatoka. He is following a tenure track. He is following a long term engagement in that ministry. Anafuata barabara ya muda mrefu, yani anajiingiza katika utumishi wa muda mrefu katika huduma hiyo. And that essentially determines the level of foundation he lays for that ministry. Na hiyo basi kimsingi inajalisha kiwango cha msingi anaoweka kwa ajili ya huduma hiyo. If you want to raise a 20 storied house. Iwapo unataka kujenga nyumba ya ghorofa 20 You have to lay the foundation in accordance with that requirement lazima, with that length that height. Ni lazima ukaweke msingi thabiti ambao utashikilia hizo ghorofa ndefu hivyo. If you want to 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 build a three-storied house kama unataka kujenga nyumba ya ghorofa tatu that foundation will be different huo msingi utakuwa tofauti from the 20-storied house kutokana na msingi wa nyumba ya ghorofa 20 tall house nyumba mzima ndefu kabisa nyumba ndefu kabisa yes so so now this 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 uh, long term tenure na basi hii kazi ya muda mrefu determines the following inajalisha ina yafuatayo it will inbuild in the pastor itajenga ndani ya mchungaji what we call the high lagging ability kile ambacho tunaita uvumilivu wa muda mrefu very powerful the way she has put it really very powerful a high lagging ability means long endurance uvumilivu wa muda mrefu yani subira ya muda mrefu and i always use the example of a small car na kila mara ninatumia mfano wa gari dogo if you put a small a, a, a big load on it ikiwa utaweka mzigo mkubwa juu yake you'll hear the fan belt has cut or the chassis is cut or the carburetor has burst i don't know something has happened utasikia sehemu zake zimekatika ama zimepasuka ama kuna kitu kitatendeka and yet a tractor na ile hali tractor it is able to put its plow under the earth in the earth inaweza kuweka jembe lake katika udongo and look now natazama sasa even if it begins to move slowly and slowly hata kama hiyo tractor itaanza kwenda pole 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 It will be steadfast. Itakuwa imara. It will continue moving step by step. Itaendelea kusonga hatua baada ya hatua. Whether it miss a big stone a boulder of a rock under the soil. Hata kama itakutana na jiwe kubwa mawe kubwa chini ya mchanga. It will pull it out. Itaivuta na kuitoa. That ability of the tractor to pull that load the soil all the way up to the end of the acre. Huo uwezo wa hilo jembe la traktor kuvuruta hilo jiwe mpaka mwisho wa hiyo shamba and start another route na kuanza tena safari nyingine that is the long term lagging ability the high ability to endure on the lord huo ndio ule uwezo wa kuvumilia kwa muda mrefu kumvumilia bwana kwa muda mrefu if you look at ministry today ukiangazia huduma leo hii owing to the challenges that present in ministry today kufuatilia zile changamoto ambazo zimejitokeza katika huduma leo hii there is so much load sometimes on ministry wakati mwingine kuna mzigo 
mzito sana kwa huduma. And so you require this type of molding. Na basi unahitaji aina hii ya kufinyanga. To do ministry today. Ukafanya huduma leo hii. That you may prepare a holy church unto the Lord. Ya kwamba ukamwandalie Bwana kanisa takatifu. Because the pressures are too high from the world. Manake misukumo ni mikali kabisa toka kwa ulimwengu. That you may be able to give up and compromise At and prepare a mediocre church that has mixed with sin. Ati ndio uweze kukata tamaa ukubaliane na dhambi alafu uandae tu kanisa hivi hivi ambalo limejichanganya na dhambi. He's saying this quality is what will mold the pastor, build the pastor. Anasema hii sifa ndio itamfinyanga mchungaji, itamjenga mchungaji. And build his foundations. Na kujenga misingi yake. That as he begins this ministry. Ya kwamba anapoanza huduma hii, he's shooting the trajectory, the path for long range. Analenga barabara yake iwe safari ya muda mrefu. Meaning is prepared for any encounter. Kumaanisha kwamba yuko tayari kwa tukio lolote lile. And when the challenges weigh down on him, wakati, the challenges of this dark world. Na wakati changamoto za ulimwengu huu wa giza zinamlemea. He's able to endure. Anaweza kustahimili. And continue pushing the exploits of God na kuendelea kusukuma milipuko ya Mungu pushing the front line the profile making gains kusukuma hili gari akitengeneza faida for the gospel kwa ajili ya injili regardless of the challenges pasivyo kujalisha changamoto until he arrives hadi afike oh how powerful this ya nguvu kiasi gani hii this one is powerful hii ni ya nguvu kabisa this quality is powerful hii sifa ni ya nguvu sana ni ya kujenga this is what seasons the pastor hii ndio inamtia mchungaji munyu and i like the fact that this quality na ninapenda swala kwamba hii sifa the pastor a step by step basis for their ministry inampatia mchungaji msingi wa hatua baada ya hatua kwa ajili ya kwa maneno mengine give them a testimony inawapa ushuhuda because however difficult manake hata kama ni ngumu namna gani whether you were pulling the soil hata kama ulikuwa unavuta mchanga having put your plow on the ground wakati umeweka jembe lako kwa udongo and you met a boulder rock na ukakutana na jiwe kubwa and you just continued na ukaendelea tu and pulled it out na ukalivuta kwa nguvu na kulipindua at the end of this row mwishoni mwa hii safari you have a testimony una ushuhuda in other words kwa maneno mengine when the pastor will look back at how he built the ministry wakati mchungaji ataangalia nyuma vile alijenga hiyo huduma you will see the seasoning of god in his life the molding of god utaona, you will see the fiber he's made of utaona kutiwa munyu kwa mungu katika maisha yake kule kufinyuanga na mungu yani ile umbo lake vile ametengenezwa so at that point unakusema katika mahali pale the challenge was too high ndio kwamba changamoto ilikuwa kuu sana na mahali pale tena only the lord helped ni mungu tu alinsaidia and you know as he's building his church na unajua wakati anajenga kanisa slowly by slowly pole 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 he learns the step by step anajifundisha hatua baada so ya hatua so he enjoys kwa hivyo anafurahia at the end of the day mwishoni mwa siku he enjoys anafurahia looking back and seeing the stripes that god has set in his ministry kurejelea nyuma na kuona zile hatua ambazo mungu ameweka kwa huduma yake how he built it step by step vile alijenga hatua baada ya hatua the other quality and ability sifa nyingine na uwezo mwingine that the pastor of this day ought to possess ambayo mchungaji wa siku hii alipaswa awe nayo a quality that when the pastor of today lacked miss 
sifa ambayo wakati mchungaji wa leo hii aliikosa. Then on May 4, 2014. Basi Mei tarehe 4, 2014. The Lord had to speak with me in this vision. Ilibidi Bwana anene pamoja nami katika maono haya. That the Messiah is coming. Ya kuwa Masiya anakuja. And see the church is not ready. Na tazama kanisa haliko tayari. Fall down and weep bitterly. Na kuanguka chini na kulia kwa uchungu. So the third quality that today's pastor must have kwa, needs to have. Kwa hivyo sifa ya tatu ambayo mchungaji wa leo hii lazima awe nayo. I mean today's salvation. Na inamaanisha uokovu wa leo hii. The pastor of today needs to have the following. Mchungaji wa leo hii anapaswa kuwa na yafuatayo. A confident humility. Unyenyekevu wa kujiamini. He's mentioned in two words there. Anataja maneno mawili pale. A confident humility. Unyenyekevu wa kujiamini. Meaning, kumaanisha you are confident. Wewe ni wa kujiamini. But you are not brute. Lakini wewe si wa kujivuna. You are confident. Unajiamini. But you are not the embodiment of pride. Lakini haujabebana na kiburi. You are not proud. Wewe si mwenye kiburi. You are confident. Unajiamini. But there is a sweetness in you. Lakini kuna utamu ndani yako. So he's saying. Kwa hivyo anasema confident humility. Ya kwamba unyenyekevu wa kujiamini. If you look very carefully at this number three. Ukitazama makini kabisa hii ya tatu. He is exalting humility. Anatukuza unyenyekevu. But he's saying humility should not be weakness. Lakini anasema unyenyekevu usiwe ni udhaifu. Should not be trembling and lack. Siwe ni kutetema na kupungukiwa. Saying, Anasema a humility that exudes confidence. Unyenyekevu ambao unaonesha ujasiri. Confident humility. Yaani unyenyekevu wa ujasiri. Let me just handle a little bit of confidence there. Wacha nishughulikie ujasiri kidogo. The kind of confidence the Lord is talking about that today's pastor ought to show to have. Aina ya ujasiri ambayo Mungu anazungumzia ambayo mchungaji wa leo anapaswa kuwa nayo. He's saying today's pastor in that confident humility. Anasema mchungaji wa leo hii katika huo unyenyekevu wa kiujasiri. As he brings forth humility. Anaponyesha ule unyenyekevu. The confidence he exposes, he expresses. Ujasiri anaodhihirisha. He displays. Anaoonyesha must be clear confidence. Ni lazima uwe ujasiri waziwazi. I'm talking about a confidence that people see like Jesus say that man knows what he's talking about. Ninanena kuhusu ujasiri ambao watu wanaona hivi wanasema huyo anajua anachosema. That woman knows what she's talking about. Yule mwanamke anajua anachozungumzia. But then the other confidence you need is compelling confidence. Lakini pia ujasiri mwingine ambao unahitaji ni ujasiri wa kulazimisha. Not just the confidence to come out and say look 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 This person has a clear confidence which means you can just see that this person is confident. Sio tu ule ujasiri wa kujitokeza na kusema kwamba tazama tazama huyu mtu ana ujasiri wa kujitokeza ambao uko dhahiri. But he's also talking about a compelling confidence meaning that that confidence has to be convincing automatically convincing a- compelling when people just see you know what I was compelled to follow him I was compelled to believe him. Lakini pia anazungumzia ujasiri wa kusababisha wa kulazimisha ya kwamba huo ujasiri unapoonekana utashawishi wengine watasema nilipomtazama nilishawishika nimfuate. Anasema kwamba ujasiri that moves you. Ambao unakusukuma. Move somebody. Somebody is moved. Unamsukuma mtu lazima anasonga. And I gave examples When I said let's say you are uh, a youth pastor in the church. Na kwa mfano wewe ni mchungaji wa bidia na kanisani. And you are given a chance 
to talk in the main sanctuary on the Sunday day. Na unapatiwa nafasi ya kusema kidogo katika madhabahu makubwa siku ya Jumapili. And you walk straight there. Na unakwenda moja kwa moja pale. And you say good morning church. Na kusema asubuhi njema kanisa. How many are being blessed here today? Ni wangapi wanabarikiwa hapa leo? Isn't it powerful to worship in holiness? Si ni nguvu kabisa kuabudu kwa utakatifu. Well my names are pastor so and so. Basi majina yangu ni mchungaji fulani wa fulani. I am the youth pastor in this church. Mimi ndiye mchungaji wa vijana kwa kanisa hili. And I have been so for the past one year. Na nimekuwa hivyo kwa mwaka mmoja uliopita. And mine is simple this morning. Na yangu ni machache tu asubuhi ya leo. Just to announce to the youth. Kuwatangazia tu vijana. Those new ones that have come today, I will meet you outside at that corner today. Wale wageni mliokuja leo nitakutana nanyi pale nje kwa kona leo hii. And for the others that we've been meeting before. Na kwa wale wengine ambao tumekuwa tukikutana awali. This weekend we have our Bible study on Saturday afternoon. We hii tuna masomo yetu ya Biblia siku ya Jumamosi ya Remember the following. I always say Kila mara mimi husema that the revival church is the youth church. Ya kwamba kanisa la uvuvio ni kanisa la vijana. In holiness. Yakoba vijana ndani ya utakatifu. Constitute the fire in the church. Ndio wanatengeneza moto ndani ya kanisa. And the Lord bless you. Bwana awabariki. I'll see you on Sunday. Nitawaona Jumapili. Shalom. Shalom. So that's now youth pastor admitted into the main sanctuary to greet people. Kwa hivyo huyo ni mchungaji wa vijana lakini amepatiwa nafasi katika madhabahu makubwa kuwasalimu watu. But the manner in which he comes through even the new parents with their youth they see wow that is a youth pastor. Lakini it's a clear confidence, compelling confidence he knows what he's doing. Lakini, I can submit my children to this pastor. Lakini vile ambavyo anajiwasilisha hata wazazi wapya walio na vijana wao wapya wanaona ule ujasiri wanasema huyu ni mchungaji wa vijana kabisa naweza kumwamini naweza kumpa hata vijana wangu. So I said Point number three is important. Because the humility is raising. Is what brings the Christ likeness in you. But within that. He's saying there is no weakness. It comes with confidence. And that confidence has to be clear and compelling. Number four. Yane. The fourth feature. Sifa yane. The fourth quality. Sifa yane. That a pastor in Angola. Ambao mchungaji wa Angola. The pastor in New Zealand. Mchungaji wa New Zealand. The pastor in Australia. Mchungaji wa Australia. The pastor in Kenya. Mchungaji the United Kenya. States world over. Kote kote. Out to have at this hour Ana, the world. Anapaswa kuwa nayo na kuionyesha katika saa hii is outstanding leadership ni uongozi bayana that's very powerful hiyo ni ya nguvu kabisa if you consider the church as the road of god ukiliangalia kanisa kama fimbo ya mungu the opinion leader kiongozi wa maswala the one that points the nation towards the direction yani yule ambaye analielekeza taifa kuelekea mwelekeo that is leadership huo ni uongozi you say outstanding leadership anasema uongozi bayana again he is using two words tena anatumia maneno mawili he's talking about outstanding ananena kuhusu bayana without a speck of a doubt pasipokuwa na kushuku kokote outstanding leadership anasema uongozi wazi wazi meaning kumaanisha when you classify wakati unaelezea the different types of leadership uongozi aina mbalimbali 
this one stands out. Hii inajitokeza. Outstanding leadership. Uongozi bayana. And you know outstanding leadership is very rich, is very powerful. Na mnajokoma uongozi bayana ni jambo ambalo lina utajiri mwingi sana. It is what causes people to follow. Ndio kile kinasababisha watu wafuate. And sometimes leadership, you know. Na wakati mwingine unaona kwamba uongozi has to involve a lot of listening. Ni lazima ukahusisha kusikiza kwingi sana. It is said. Inasemekana that a leader. Yekoba kiongozi. A leader. Kiongozi has the voices of his people. Ana sauti za watu wake in his ears. Katika masikio yake. Meaning, kumaanisha he listens their hearts. Anasikiza mioyo zao. When you can listen their hearts. Wakati unaweza kusikiza mioyo zao. Then you can do what they want basi unaweza kufanya kile wanataka or you can do according to utatekeleza kulingana na mahitaji yao widows, kama ni wajane kama ni mayatima church, kama ni kanisa uwashirika there is always something you can hear from them kuna kitu fulani ambacho kila mara utasikia toka kwao kama mchungaji that you can use as a conduit to launch the message of holiness ambacho unaweza kutumia kama chombo cha kuanzisha ujumbe wa utakatifu so the lord is saying na kwa hivyo bwana anasema that outstanding leadership i don't have time to talk about it ya kwamba uongozi bayana ambao sina muda wa kuzungumzia these qualities that the holy spirit bestows in a person hizi sifa ambazo roho mtakatifu analeta katika mtumishi uongozi bayana is unmatched leadership ni uongozi ambao haufananishwi meaning kumaanisha put the leadership together weka uongozi pamoja the one of the pastor of this day ule wa mchungaji wa lazima ujitokeze juu zaidi ya mwingine wote ninanena kuhusu mchungaji wa kweli wa sahihi anaeliandaa kanisa katika wakati lakini kwangu mimi hilo ni jambo kuu sana manake njio ya pekee ambayo unaweza kuwa na uongozi bayana katika sahihi wakati huu wa changamoto ni wakati roho mtakatifu anakusaidia ni yetu anaweza kuleta huo uongozi wa kipekenda ni Naitajika kusonga the fifth quality that today's pastor must be able to have sifa ya tano ambayo mchungaji wa leo hii anapaswa kuwa nayo is responsibility ni kuwajibika one of the biggest problems we have today on the earth moja wapo ya shida kubwa kabisa ambazo tunazo leo hii duniani na ndani ya kanisa ni kwamba watu hawataki kujukumika because they see that responsibility comes with lots of chores Ma- lots of duty manake wanaona kwamba kujukumika kunakuja na kazi nyingi kabisa lots of blame also kunakuja pia na lawama nyingi and the lord is saying for you to be a pastor for this hour kwako wewe kuwa mchungaji wa sahi you can never ever escape responsibility hauwezi kamwe kuhepa majukumu He's saying forget it then anasema basi sahau if you are not able to take responsibility kama hauwezi kuwajibika then forget it basi sahau the bible also talks about responsibility biblia pia inazungumzia kuwajibika he says don't envy them anasema usiwaone wivu the preach wale wanaohubiri injili because their judgment will be harsher manake hukumu yao itakuwa kali zaidi itakuwa kuu zaidi because they are the ones dispensing the law teaching the law manake ni wao wanafundisha sheria the sheep are consumers of the law kondoo ni wakulaji wa sheria and so responsibility is very important for today's pastor na kwa hivyo wajibu ni jambo la muhimu kabisa kwa mchungaji wa leo hii a responsible pastor mchungaji anayajibika is aware of the opportunity cost 
anafahamu gharama ya fursa he is aware of the consequences of failing to take responsibility anajua athari za kukosa kuchukua majukumu he is aware that the image of his congregation is virtually essentially his image anajua kwamba sura ya washirika wake kimsingi ndio sura yake mwenyewe that if the sheep in the church have a lot of sexual sin and they are dressed in nudity like the world ya kwamba iwapo kondoo wengi kanisani wako kwa dhambi za ngono na wamevaa uchi kama ulimwengu he knows anajua that is essentially his image ya kwamba kimsingi hiyo ndio sura yake but because whatever you teach the sheep Manake, they take it chochote utowafundisha kondoo watachukua they are always faithful kila wakati ni waaminifu and so na basi the lord is saying bwana anasema that pastoral ministry of this hour ya kwamba huduma ya kiuchungaji ya sahi levies bestows places upon the pastor a heavy responsibility inaweka juu ya mchungaji jukumu zito sana you have the responsibility to teach them una majukumu ya kuwafundisha how to live in this challenging world jinsi ya kuishi katika ulimwengu huu wa changamoto how to safeguard their own security jinsi ya kulinda usalama wao wenyewe that they don't come back say pastor i was hit by thugs this past weekend I am in the hospital come pray for me pastor of this because they expect that you are being revealed to by god ndio wasikuje kusema kwamba mchungaji weekend iliyopita nilipigwa na wakora niko hospitalini njoo niombe manake wanatarajia kwamba umefunuliwa na mungu so as a shepherd you are responsible for their physical and spiritual safety kwa hivyo kama mchungaji unajukumika katika usalama wao wa kijinsia na pia wa kiroho. You are responsible in teaching them how to dress. Unawajibika juu ya kuwafundisha vile ya kuvaa. You are responsible in teaching them what to eat, how to eat. Unajukumika juu ya kuwafundisha wakule nini na wakule vipi. You are responsible in teaching them how to father their children, Una... how to be parents. Unajukumika katika kuwafundisha wale vipi watoto wao wazazi namna gani. You are responsible in teaching them what jobs to take, what jobs not to take. Unajukumika katika kuwafundisha wachukue kazi zipi na wasichukue kazi zipi. You are responsible in teaching them how to make decisions that centralize Christ the Messiah first even in their professions. Unajukumika kuwafundisha jinsi ya kufanya majukumu ama uamuzi ule ambao unamkweza Kristo kwanza hata katika kazi zao. You have responsibility in teaching them who should be their friends who should not. Unawajibika katika kuwafundisha akina nani wawe marafiki zao na ni akina nani wasiwe marafiki zao. You have responsibility to teach them what tv program to watch and what not to watch una majukumu ya kuwafundisha watazame vipindi vipi vya televisheni na ni vipindi vipi wasitazame kwa televisheni have responsibility in molding them training them and equipping them una majukumu ya kuwafinyanga kuwafundisha na kuwaami nobody can ever succeed in the pastoral ministry for this hour without accepting total responsibility hakuna mtu anaweza kufanikiwa katika majukumu ya kiuchungaji ya sahii pasipo kukubali wajibu that's very powerful hiyo ni nguvu sana you know each one of these points wajua kila moja wapo ya sifa hizi each one of these qualities kila moja wapo ya hizi sifa almost stand out on their own karibu zinajitokeza kivyao you almost feel that this is it this is this is now the foundation karibu unasikia kwamba hii ndio sasa msingi but i need to mention something here lakini nahitajika kutaja jambo mahali hapa 
Taking responsibility also means the following. Kuchukua majukumu pia inamaanisha yafuatayo. It means inamaanisha no excuses. Hakuna udhuru. <laughs> no excuse. Hakuna biji sababu. That's why people sometimes fear. Ndio manake watu wengine wakati fulani wanaogopa. They want to give excuse. Manake wanataka kutoa biji sababu. But he's saying when you take total responsibility you have no excuses. Lakini anasema ukiwajibika kikamilifu hauna udhuru. You have no excuse for explaining this fall, this malfunction, this ha- malady. Hauna biji sababu vya kuelezea humu wanguko na huu ugonjwa. He's saying anasema you cannot have excuse hawezi kuwa na viji sababu for an ineffective ministry kwa huduma ambayo haijafanikiwa vizuri when you take full responsibility unapojukumika kikamilifu it normally informs how you engage in that ministry kwa kawaida inaathiri vile unajiendesha katika hiyo huduma when you take full responsibility ukichukua majukumu kikamilifu you'll find that always that pastor is very very careful on what they do Utapata because kwa... if something goes wrong they have no excuses and they will take full responsibility utapata kwamba huyo mchungaji kila mara ni makinifu kabisa katika chochote anachofanya manake kukitendeka chochote hakuna udhuru wala hakuna kutokukosa kuchukua wajibu wote but today's pastors want to get away with the excuses they want to get away with responsibility they don't want to take responsibility they always just say, say you, know, you know what people these days are like that you know You know these days you know people the church is difficult to minister whatever they have funny funny excuses you know I was not in church for six months I was in sabbatical that's why that sexual sin happened but this is your ministry you ought to be responsible no matter where you are lakini unaona kwamba wachungaji wa siku hizi wanataka sana kuhepa hayo majukumu. Alafu wanataka watoe viji sababu ya kwamba watu ni tofauti. Wanatoa viji sababu tu vibaya vibaya tu ya kwamba siku wa kanisani miezi sita neno manake dhambi za ngono zikatendeka hawataki kujukumika. You know I was in vacation I went for vacation I was in vacation that's why the church has reduced to half. You know all the time they have excuses. Ati unajua nilikuwa nimekwenda likizo na wakati nilirudi ndio sababu kanisa limepungua mpaka nusu. Yaani kila wakati ni udhuru. But if you take full responsibility. Lakini ukichukua majukumu kikamilifu. Then you will also understand that Christ Jesus when he came he took full responsibility of us. Basi utaelewa kwamba Yesu Kristo alipokuja alichukua wajibu kikamilifu juu yetu. Meaning he became totally and fully accountable. Kumaanisha kwamba kumaanisha kwamba alifanyika kikamilifu wa kuhesabika kwa sababu yetu taking full responsibility means being able to account Kuchuk- to give account accountabilities in your hands kujukumika something goes wrong you must account for it kujukumika kikamilifu inamaanisha kwamba uko tayari kutoa hesabu yani kitu kikiharibika uko tayari kuelezea kwa nini and so responsibility becomes one of those major pillars that ought to build today's pastor for them to prepare a holy bride of Christ in this dark day kwa hivyo kujukumika inafanyika moja wapo ya nguzo muhimu kabisa ambazo mchungaji wa siku hii anapaswa kuwa nayo ili ya kwamba kuliandaa kanisa vikamilifu Listen precious people. Sikizeni watu wa dhamani. We have to walk after Christ. Ni lazima tukatembee baada ya Kristo. Christ Jesus took full responsibility of us. Christo so he ye- could account fully to the Father. Kristo Yesu alichukua majukumu kikamilifu juu yetu ili kwamba atoe hesabu kamili kwa Mungu Baba. And when you take full responsibility like he did. Na ukijukumika kikamilifu kama vile alivyofanya. That he did. Vile alivyofanya. 
then you know that you have to place gravity on what you are doing. Basi unajua kwamba ni lazima uweke uzito kwa kile unachofanya. So this factor called responsibility. Na basi hii hoja inayoitwa kujukumika. The opposite of it. Kinyume chake has built irresponsible pastors. Imejenga wachungaji wasiojali. And I don't need to go down the line on that. Na hata sihitajiki kuichambua hiyo. For you to understand what has happened to the church out of lack of responsibility in the pulpit. Kwa kuelewa kuelewa kile ambacho kimetendeka kanisani kwa sababu ya kutokuwajibika kwa madhabahu. Lack of accountability at the pulpit. Ukosefu wa kuchukua usukani na kutoa hesabu kwa madhabahu. If you know that every year when you take vacation the church reduces to half. Why do you go for vacation? Ikiwa unajua kwamba kila mwaka ukienda likizo kanisa linapunguka mpaka nusu. Basi kwa nini uende likizo? The Lord Jesus never never took vacation. Bwana Yesu hakuwahi kwenda likizo. Let us move on precious people. Hebu tuendelee watu wa dhamani. The sixth quality that today's pulpit must bear in order to prepare the church holy. Sifa ya sita ambayo kanisa la leo hii ama wachungaji wa leo hii wanapaswa kuwa nayo ili waliandae kanisa takatifu. Is called unconditional love for God's people. Inaitwa upendo usiokuwa na vikwazo kwa ajili ya watu wa Mungu. Why am I saying so? Kwa nini ninasema hivyo? This is the true character of Christ. Hii ndio tabia ya kweli ya Kristo. Because Christ loved us regardless. Manake Kristo alitupenda pasipo mipaka. He gave us unconditional love. Alitupatia upendo usiokuwa na vikwazo. You remember how much he was abused. Mnakumbuka vile alitukanwa sana. Yet he came to deliver us. Lakini hata hivyo akakuja kutukomboa. And in all that abuse. Na katika matusi hayo yote. He said, "Father, forgive them." Akasema, "Baba, wasamehe." For they know it's not what they do. Kwa maana hawajui wanacholitenda. He loved the church and went and delivered the church. Bado alilipenda kanisa na akaenda akalikomboa kanisa. Today's pastors. Wachungaji wa leo hii. Unfortunately. La kuhuzunisha. Do not express unconditional love to God's people. Hawaonyeshi upendo usiokuwa na vikwazo kwa watu wa Mungu. Unfortunately, la kuhuzunisha, they rank their love and weight. Wanapima upendo wao na uzito based on your status in society. Kulingana na nafasi yako kwa jamii, your wealth, mali yako, and sometimes based on if you are nice to him. Na wakati mwingine na wakati mwingine kulingana kama wewe ni mzuri kwake. And so Nabasi, what you have ended up with nacho, is a pulpit that has departed from the likeness of Christ the shepherd. Ni madhabahu yaliyopotoka mbali kabisa kutokana na umbo la Kristo mchungaji. And he saying anasema, that the truth test of pastoro today a pastor today Yakoba jaribio la kweli la mchungaji leo hii is for you ni kwako wewe to be shunned ukaweza kutengwa to be segregated alienated ukatengwa ukatupiliwe mbali for them to gossip against you kwao kuweza kukusengenya to fight you kukupiga and yet continue loving them na ili hali wewe utaendelea tu kuwapenda for the sake of the kingdom kwa sababu ya ufalme for the sake of the gospel kwa sababu ya injili you say this is a very important point anasema hii ni hoja ya muhimu sana because today kwa maana leo people don't have enough love watu hawana upendo wa kutosha they are looking for love from movies wanatafuta upendo kutoka kwa filamu 
from going to meet a club membership club kutokana na kuenda kwa ule ushirika wa kiwanachama wa vilabu in many many ways they are looking for acceptance and name it Kat- so they don't even have that which they can give to you kwa hivyo katika njia nyingi kabisa wanatafuta kukubalika hawana kile cha kukupatia and he's saying here na anasema mahali hapa that when that widow calls you at 2 a.m. Yakwa, 3 a.m. in the morning ya kwamba wakati huyo mjana anakupigia simu saa 8 za usiku saa 9 za usiku pasta we have not eaten for three days hatujakula siku tatu and the children are crying na watoto wanalia and then you say okay let me send you mpesa now alafu unasema wacha nikutumie mpesa sahi so tomorrow you buy something ili kesho ununue kitu kidogo and again tomorrow 3 am alafu tena kesho saa 9 za usiku pasta pasta the children are sick watoto ni wagonjwa so you know this person kwa hivyo wamjua mtu huyu has always problems 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 kama mtu wa mashida 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 tu Some pastors say tell them I'm not around. Wachungaji wengine huambia tisiyuko. That widow I don't want to take her phone they say. Huyo mjane wanasema hata sitaki kuchukua simu yake. And yet the Lord is saying. Na ili hali bwana anasema. I am the one sending her to you. Ni mimi ninayemtuma kwako. That when you pray for those children I will heal them. Ya kwamba utakapoombea hao watoto nitawaponya. She is the one that sets the standard the hallmark of your ministry that you love them regardless unconditionally ni yeye anayeweka alama ya huduma yako ya kwamba utawapenda hata pasipo vikwazo vyovyote unconditional love for god's people upendo usiokuwa na vikwazo kwa ajili ya watu wa Mungu this point here this quality here hii hoja hapa hii sifa hapa has made some pastors in the developing world imewasababisha wachungaji wengine katika mataifa yanayoendelea only love a certain race wanapenda tu kabila fulani this is only a black church atili ni kanisa tu la weusi this is only a white church kanisa tu la weupe when the white sheep come he love them more because he's white wakati kondoo wazungu wanakuja na wapenda zaidi manake yeye ni mzungu and the way he relates to the black sheep is different na vile ambavyo anahusiana na kondoo weusi ni tofauti this same point in the developing world hii hoja katika ulimwengu ambao unaendelea this lack of this quality yani kukosa sifa hii unconditional love for god's people upendo usiokuwa na vikwazo kwa watu wa Mungu lack of it kuikosa is what has brought tribalism in the church ndio ile ambayo imeleta ukabila kanisani you find a pastor who only loves a certain tribe of his unapata tu mchungaji ambaye anapenda tu kabila lake tu and he hates another tribe na anachukia kabila lingine and my question to you is this na swali langu kwako ni hili is that the church of christ je hilo ni kanisa la kristo would jesus have done that je yesu angefanya hilo so this is very powerful kwa hivyo hii ni ya nguvu kabisa this is the christ likeness in the pastor huu ndio umbo wa kristo katika mchungaji hallelujah hallelujah we need to move on tunapaswa kuendelea but in finishing this point lakini katika kumalizia hoja hii i think the center of the weight of this point unconditional love for god's people ninafikiria kwamba shina la uzito wa hoja hii ya upendo usiokuwa na vikwazo kwa watu wa Mungu is because ni kwa sababu sometimes ministry can be dirty wakati mwingine huduma inaweza kuwa chafu you go counseling people unaenda kuwashauri watu as you put your hands into that marriage to try to help them wakati unaweka mikono yako katika ndoa hiyo kujaribu tu kuwasaidia your hands are injured mikono yako inaumizwa as you try to help this young boy who is in drugs or whatever wakati unajaribu kumsaidia huyu kijana mdogo ambaye yuko katika madawa ama vitu vingine he might go to his father and slander you anaweza kwenda kwa baba yake akusengeje as a means of 
running away from your counsel. Kama namna ya kutoroka ushauri wako. Dad, me I don't want to go to that pastor. Ati baba mimi sitaki kumwendea huyo mchungaji. I think he's a cult. Nafikiria yeye ni wa dini ya shetani. He's telling me to dress like this to wear long skirts as a lady Ma- and I'm still young dad and he's telling me things that those things are not for me now this is that, I think that's a cult kwa maana ananiambia tinivae namna hii kama dada na mimi unajua ni mchanga tu kuna vitu ananiambia nifanye hivi nafikiria hiyo ni dini ya shetani sometimes ministry can be heavy wakati mwingine huduma yaweza kuwa nzito that's why only this quality of unconditional love that the holy spirit brings into the pastor unconditional love for god's people can continue propelling you under such circumstances na ndo manake hii sifa tu ambayo roho mtakatifu analeta ndani ya mchungaji sifa ya upendo usiokuwa na vikwazo itakusukuma hata katika hali ngumu sometimes people can be different wakati mwingine watu wanaweza kuwa tofauti you are telling them unawaambia that look yuko matazama at your workplace you cannot lie kazini mwako hauwezi kudanganya whether you are an accountant you cannot lie in the books hata kama wewe ni mhasibu hauwezi kudanganya kwa vitabu then they will go and slander you and say can you imagine that pastor was telling me to quit my job alafu wataenda kukufitini kusema eti wazio huyo mchungaji alikuwa ananiambia niache kazi yangu and then always that message will come back to you you might hear what he said when you were in actual sense trying to help him alafu kila mara utapata kwamba huo ujumbe utakufikia kila alichosema ili hali wewe ulikuwa unajaribu tu kumsaidia you must have unconditional love for god's people if you are to pastor a holy bride of christ at this hour ni lazima uwe na upendo usiokuwa na vikwazo kwa ajili ya watu wa Mungu iwapo utamchunga biarusi mtakatifu katika saa hii a heart moyo that can be injured today ambao unaweza kuumizwa leo and tomorrow it is still smiling and happy na kesho bado unatabasamu na unafuraha it has healed umeponywa <laughs> it has also forgotten pia umesahau <laughs> that is what christ jesus was is and continues to be eternally hivyo ndivyo kristo yesu alikuwa alivyo na ataendelea kuwa hata milele na milele the seventh quality that today's pastors have lacked for the lord to speak with me on may 4th that look the church is not ready the messiah is coming sifa ya saba ambayo wachungaji wa leo hii wamekosa kwa bwana kuninenea katika tarehe 4 ya mei ya kwamba tazama kanisa haliko tayari kote kote it is called persistence inaitwa uvumilivu today's ministry under these circumstances huduma ya leo hii chini ya hali hizi requires a relentless and consistent persistence inahitaji uvumilivu wa mfululizo usiokoma because persistence kwa maana uvumilivu sometimes has now today lacked in the pulpit wakati mwingine unaona siku hizi umekosa kwa madhabahu and that's why people give up on ministry today na ndio maana watu wanakata tamaa kwa huduma siku hizi no me i stopped ministry wanasema mimi niliacha huduma and i went and looked for a job na nikaenda nikatafuta kazi you find people opting to go find a job unapata watu wanafadhalisha waende kutafuta kazi abandoning ministry shutting the church wanaacha huduma wanafunga kanisa because they lack this very important quality of the holy spirit called persistence manake wamekosa hii sifa nyeti kabisa ya roho mtakatifu iitwayo uvumilivu they want it easy today you know today's world wants everything easy Wa- instant foods instant messages instant 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 there is no persistence wanataka tu vitu there is no pursuit 
wanataka tu vitu raisi raisi kwa maana ulimwengu wa siku hizi wanataka tu chakula raisi ujumbe raisi yani hakuna kule kuendelea hakuna ule uvumilivu where there is no persistence you cannot go deep mahali ambapo hakuna uvumilivu hauwezi kuingia vilindini and persistence na uvumilivu is what determines church growth ndio kile ambacho kinadhamini ukuaji wa kanisa Today you might have 10 people in the church Leo unaweza kuwa na watu kumi kanisani And next Sunday they might be only three people Na Jumapili ijayo wanaweza kuwa watatu tu Especially if you preach repentance and holiness as we do Hasa kama utahubiri toba na utakatifu kama vile tunavyofanya People might decide to punish you. They What? might meet during the week in one of the houses of another and discuss how to punish you. Watu wanaweza kuamua kukuadhibu. Wanaweza kukutana kwa nyumba ya fulani, alafu waanze kujadili vile watakuadhibu. And they will agree that me I won't show up there. Let us not show up there alafu, on Sunday and see how he will make it. Alafu watakubaliana <laughs> mimi. rebuking us that badly. <laughs> alafu watakubaliana atusiende Jumapili mimi sitakuwa kule wacha tuone vile ambavyo itamwendea kama anatukemea hivyo. They might agree to meet in a house of one of them and agree together on how to punish you. Wanaweza kukubaliana wakutane kwa nyumba ya mmoja wao na wakubaliane vile watakuadhibu. And the Lord is saying. Na Bwana anasema That should not be the end of life for you. Hiyo imaanishi kwamba ndio mwisho wa maisha kwako. Of course it might break your heart to shred Bi- to see that you are left with only three when you are trying to build. Bila shaka itavunja moyo wako na kukusagasaga kuona ya kwamba umebaki tu na watatu peke yao na ili hali Na Bwana anasema This quality called persistence. Kwamba hii sifa inayoitwa uvumilivu. I am not teaching anything I did not go through. Sifundishi kitu ambacho sijapitia hata. The Lord passed me through this. Bwana alinipitisha katika haya yote. I was trying to build a team in Kenya here. Nilikuwa najaribu kujenga kundi hapa Kenya. I just arrived I need to go to another country but I said I'd rather get a team going here. Nimefi- so that the work continues as I move on. Nimefika tu napaswa kwenda katika nchi nyingine lakini nikasema ni afadhali nitengeneze kundi ili kazi iendelee ninapoendelea na mimi. But I went ahead. They came. They came about you talking about 15 people so. Na wakaja yapata watu 15. And they said we are ready we feel we are ready for this. Na wakasema tunajisikia tuko tayari kabisa kwa hilo. So we want to do it. Na kwa hivyo tunataka kuifanya. And then I said I have to disciple you people then. Na nikasema the vision and mission of this ministry. Na nikasema basi ni lazima nikawafundisheni juu ya misheni na maono ya hii huduma. That you may carry ili mkaibebe that you may know it's different ili mkajua kwamba ni tofauti then i began to scathingly rebuke sin alafu nikaanza kukemea dhambi vikali and i think they met elsewhere na ninafikiria walikutana mahali pengine and they agreed that they must punish me na wakakubaliana kwamba lazima waniadhibu i was shocked nilishtuka because i thought manake nilifikiria they would love it yakoba wange ipenda speaking truth manake nilikuwa ninanena ukweli that there is sin in church yakuwa kuna dhambi kanisani yakoba dhambi za ngono ni dhambi dressing in nudity is sin yakoba kuvaa uchi ni dhambi that falsehood is sin yakoba uongo ni dhambi i was saying the right things kwa hivyo nilikuwa ninasema mambo ya kweli expected them to bring more people hungry for truth nikatarajia waleta watu wengi zaidi ambao wana njaa ya ukweli lakini wakakutana kwa nyumba fulani and for somebody like me i get to see them meeting The Lord normally will show them to me in dreams how they are meeting and I'm there in the spirit I hear who is standing up and talking stronger I see who is the ring leader Na kwangu mimi Bwana ananipeleka kule katika mikutano zao ninasikia vile wanaongea hata ni nani anaongea kwa ujasiri nani ndio anawaongoza So they came out with the resolution Kwa hivyo wakaja na huu uamuzi That for what I said how I preached it 
ya kwamba kwa vile nilivyosema vile nilihubiri lazima waniadhibu na kwa kweli wakafanya hivyo so the next sunday kwa hivyo jumapili iliyofuata only three people appeared watu watatu tu wakaja oh is very heartbreaking ni ya kuvunja moyo sana because you thought you are building manake ulifikiria unajenga but this quality that the holy spirit puts at the pulpit called persistence lakini hii sifa ambayo roho mtakatifu anaiweka kwa madhabahu inaitwa uvumilivu is the reason why now it is millions i don't know whether we are 20 million in kenya right now we lost track of numbers and global also that is the reason it is now like this ndio sababu sasa iko kubwa kabisa sijui kenya imefika mamilioni 20 ya mangapi manake tulipoteza hesabu alafu kote kote duniani ni kubwa namna hii because when i saw that only three have shown up manake nilipoona kwamba ni watatu tu wamekuja i realized this is an intimidation by the enemy nikagundua kwamba hii ni kufinyiliwa na shetani so i decided to scathingly rebuke sin now five times stronger. Kwa hivyo nikaamua kwamba sasa vikali kabisa nitakemea dhambi mara tano hata zaidi. And say things like Na kusema vitu kama hivi. I don't feel I'm preaching until I see people getting up and going away. Sijisikika out of me. Sijisikii kama ninahubiri. I never feel that I'm preaching until I see people walking away. Sijawahi kujisikia kwamba ninahubiri mpaka nione watu wanasimama na wanaenda zao. And I said I need to go preach to the rocks to the mountain the seas and the trees. Na nikasema inanibidi nikaenda nikahubirie milima na mawe na mabahari. And I went to Menengai crater up there. Na nikaenda kwa crater ya Menengai kule juu. And that picture is in the YouTube. Na hiyo picha iko kwa YouTube. And I stood alone. Na nikasimama peke yangu. Showing that in the whole earth I am able to stand alone. I can stand alone against the entire earth. Kuonesha kwamba katika ulimwengu mzima ninaweza kusimama peke yangu kinyume na dunia yote. As long as I'm standing with the Lord. Bora tu ninasimama na Bwana. And the truth. Na ukweli. And meaning. Na kumaanisha whether I remain alone. Hata kama nitabaki peke yangu. I am not ready to change the message. Si yuko tayari kubadilisha ujumbe. <laughs> That is the reason we have revival now of holiness. <laughs> this quality is very powerful. The church, the pastors today lack this quality. That's why they end up compromising. Lack of resilience, lack of persistence. Hii sifa ni ya muhimu kabisa na wachungaji leo hii wamekosa hii sifa na ndio manake wanakata tamaa hawana uvumilivu That's why they don't see church growth. Na ndio manake hawaoni ukuaji kanisani. Church growth ukuaji kanisani does not mean you have many numbers. Haimaanishi kwamba una idadi nyingi. Who are going to hell. Ambao wanakwenda jehanamu. Not at all. Sivyo hata. Church growth ukuaji wa kanisa is defined unaelezewa by real gains on the ground for the kingdom of god na faida halisia pale chini kwa ajili ya ufalme wa mungu meaning as they come kumaanisha wanapokuja you remove them from the frying pan unawatoa katika sufuria and bring them unto the holiness of the lord na kuwaingiza katika utakatifu wa bwana not bring them into the fire lakini si kuwaingiza kwa moto you bring them into the holiness of god those are the real gains in the kingdom unawapeleka katika ufalme wa mungu hiyo ndio faida halisia za ufalme wa mungu the number of souls that accept christ and in holiness Ida, and resolve to walk holy idadi ya nafsi ambazo zinampokea kristo katika utakatifu na wanaamua kuenenda kwa utakatifu so if you want to experience 
church growth kwa hivyo iwapo unataka kuona ukuaji kanisani in this day and age katika saa hii na kizazi hiki the holy spirit must bestow upon you as a pastor the quality of persistence ni lazima roho mtakatifu akaweke juu yako kama mchungaji sifa ya uvumilivu persistence uvumilivu is what will make you not change the message ndio kile kitakufanya usibadilishe ujumbe persistence uvumilivu is what will make you never give ndio kile kitakusababisha usiwahi kukata tamaa I need to move to point number 8 the quality number 8 that today's pastor has lacked for God to speak to me on May 4th the way he did Ninahitajika kuendea sifa ya nane ambayo wachungaji wa leo hii wamekosa basi kumsababisha Mungu kunena pamoja nami kama vile alivyonena tarehe nne ya May It is called inaitwa the desire for a lasting legacy tamanio la urithi unaodumu anasema that as a pastor ya kwamba kama mchungaji you should ask yourself lazima ujiulize what legacy am i establishing in my ministry ni urithi gani ama historia gani ninajenga katika huduma yangu that when people come later and look at ya kwamba wakati watu watakuja baadaye na kuangalia they will say watasema wow wow this man of god huyu mtu wa mungu when he came alipokuja he established one thing aliimarisha jambo moja the legacy of righteousness in the church urithi wa uhaki kanisani how powerful to be known that way ya nguvu namna gani kujulikana hivyo the legacy of holiness in the church urithi wa utakatifu kanisani the legacy of the truth at the pulpit urithi wa ukweli kwa madhabahu at the time when everything was decayed wakati ule ambapo kila kitu kilikuwa kimeoza akaja na akasimama na kweli think and think katika unono na webamba through brimstone and storms kupitia katika mibuga pamoja na makali nail he stood with the truth katika gumba na meno alisimama na kweli what legacy as a pastor are you living in church je ni urithi gani ama historia gani kama mchungaji ambaye unaiacha kanisani when you pursue when you have a desire to establish a lasting legacy wakati unafuata wakati unatamanio la kuimarisha urithi udumuo it will inform your practice now itaathiri matendo yako sasa because you will begin putting in place building blocks to establish that lasting legacy manake utaanza kuweka mawe ya ujenzi ya kutengeneza huo urithi many pastors today don't have a desire to establish a legacy Watu... they come in just like that as if they have come to loot and get away Watu... just get out of it no wachungaji wengi siku hizi hawana tamanio la kuacha urithi udumuo wanakuja tu hivi hivi kana kwamba wamekuja kupora alafu wanakwenda zao can you imagine if you are a pastor fikiria kama wewe ni mchungaji and across time you have discipled some people in the church some women and men in your church na kwa muda umewainua umewafundisha wanawake na wanaume fulani kanisani that after 10 years yakoba baada ya miaka 10 when people look at 
your spiritual sons and daughters. They see each one of them is a preacher of righteousness. Righteousness, righteousness, holiness. What a beautiful legacy before the nations and before the Lord. But if you look across the earth, most of the spiritual sons and daughters of people have ended up or caught with a woman pregnant here, stole what here. So you can imagine what type of legacy. Ukiangalia wengi wa wana na mabinti wa wachungaji wengi siku hizi unapata wako kwa vitu kama alikutwa na mwanamke alipeana mimba huku aliiba kitu huku hiyo ni aina gani ya historia The ninth quality that the Holy Spirit has to place inside the pastor today to prepare a holy church Sifa ya tisa ambayo ni lazima Roho Mtakatifu akaweke ndani mwa mchungaji leo hii ili kulitayarisha kanisa takatifu is to be outwardly focused. A pastor that is outwardly focused. Meaning whatever he does, it is geared towards outreach evangelism. Kumaanisha kwamba chochote anachofanya kinaelekezwa tu kwa uinjilisti. Most of the pastors today say, Wachungaji wengi siku hizi husema, Oh, I have enough. My church is enough for me. Ati kanisa langu limenitosha. I have enough sheep they support me well. Nina kondoo wa kutosha huwa wananisaidia vizuri. I don't have troubles with rent. Sina shida na kodi ya nyumba. And food. Na chakula. Oh my sheep. Kondoo wangu are faithful. I don't struggle much these days. I, I don't pursue. I don't want to push myself too much. Ni waaminifu kabisa kwa sababu sikuizi singangani hata sitaki kujisukuma sana. Because I've reached equilibrium. Manake nimefika mahali pa kusawazishwa. And it's working well for me. Na inaniendea vizuri sana. Hii mambo ya kwenda kutafuta watu this thing of going to look for somebody to preach to them they are changing they are not accepting I left that thing because now I've settled. Hii mambo ya kwenda kutafuta watu atakuwahubiria wengine hawataki kubadilika nimeachana na hiyo. For as long as there is any one soul out there that is not yet born again. Bora tu bado kuwepo kuna nafsi moja huko nje ambayo haijaokoka. In other words for as long as the Messiah has not yet come. Kwa maneno mengine ni kwamba bora tu kama Masiya hajarudi. The genuine and true pastor for this hour. Mchungaji wa kweli halisia wa sahihi must be outwardly focused in his practice. Ni lazima awe na lengo la nje katika matendo yake. Meaning, kumaanisha the way he lives his life. Vile anavyoishi maisha yake. Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. The way he lives his life. Vile anavyoishi maisha yake. Must evangelize to the world. Ni lazima ikauhubirie ulimwengu. That look I stood with the truth. Je, kwamba tazama nilisimama na kweli. Look when I preached faith, I lived by faith. Kwamba tazama nalipohubiri imani, niliishi kwa imani. So, this is a very powerful principle that the Holy Spirit brings into the pastoral. Na basi hii ni kanuni ya muhimu kabisa ambayo Roho Mtakatifu anaileta kwa wachungaji. Because it forces the pastor in fact evangelism is your life to live what you are preaching. Kwa maana inamsababisha mchungaji aishi kile anachohubiri. Maana kumbuka uinjilisti ni maisha yako. Unless you are lying. 
But this is powerful. Because he's saying evangelism is your lifestyle. That the people of the world may desire your God. Based on the way you are living your life with your God, you're worshipping him. So when the Holy Spirit comes in, he must make the pastor outwardly focused. A pastor that is outwardly focused will not be caught in sexual sin with the woman. Because he is going to worry, wow, I carry the image of Christ. What will the world see? What will the world say? Point number 10. Today's pastor that is able to prepare a holy bride must always maintain a positive pastor perspective to ministry Pastor, I have no house since my husband died the roof is leaking and nobody comes to my place is that true? Okay, listen to me, my daughter. This weekend I'm coming home. I'm bring some church elders who cut down trees ne. and who are going to repair your roof. Who knows? As you just say that, the Lord will normally help you. Somebody in church will say, no, 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 no. I have some iron sheets which I don't need. Let us help this widow. Pastor, I heard you talking about helping this widow cutting grass to grass touch the house. But I have iron sheets which are excess. I want to donate to this widow. Ya kwamba pastor nilisikia ukinena kuhusu kukarabati nyumba ya huyo mjane kukata nyasi na kuweka upya lakini nina mabati yanayoweza kumsaidia huyo mjane. Where there is a will there is a way. Mahali ambapo kuna hiari kuna njia. And the Lord helps such a pastor. Na Bwana humsaidia mtu wa namna hiyo. Because of the disposition of his heart. Kwa sababu ya mwelekeo wa moyo wake. So he is aware that his God is able. Na kwa hivyo anajua kwamba Mungu wake anaweza. He is faithful to his God. Ni mwaminifu kwa Mungu wake. He is preaching that faith and is living it. And I've seen this happen in this ministry here. In a big way. In a massive way. A lot of pastors in this ministry their story is the story of the faith. Man of God uh, I wanted to expand my church and I did not know where to take the ship. And I was shocked because someone just stood up in the church. I did not know this person. I did not know he was an engineer. And he was a contractor. And he asked me, what is the square meters you want? I want to build it for the Lord. And the next day, tractors, caterpillars, what? A lot of machines were in the compound. This story has repeated itself several in this ministry. We cannot even rent one of those caterpillars. We don't know they're too big. 
the God we serve today Mungu tunayemtumikia leo hii in this day and age katika siku hii na kizazi hiki in 2014 katika 2014 is the same mighty God of Israel ni Mungu yule yule mkuu wa Israeli that did mighty things then aliyetenda mambo makubwa wakati huo still doing them today bado anayatenda leo so he's saying having a positive perspective is essentially exuding the faith of your God before the congregation anasema ya kwamba kuwa na ule mtazamo wa kiuzuri kwa maneno mengine ni kudhihirisha ile imani uliyonayo kwa Mungu wako mbele ya washirika may the lord bless you bwana na wabariki shalom shalom Precious people If you are sitting there in your living room that hotel room a motel or you are receiving this even by audio through some radio someone is sending it to you by phone whichever way if you feel in your life that your salvation has not presented the hallmark the feature the characteristic of obedience to the lord then the lord is saying this is the hour at which we need to change conformity and become more heavenly and become obedient and if that is you even at home and you have never received the lord before and now you feel like this word has touched you you want now to obey obey the cross at calvary and the blood obey the call to salvation repeat this prayer say dear jesus i have heard your word your holy word And Lord I know that your word is established in heaven. And I ask you my father, my everlasting father, to establish your word in my life. The word of salvation. I repent of all sins and receive you in my life. Precious Jesus Please transform me and withdraw me from focusing on the life in the world on this earthly living and change me and redirect me to be more heavenly focused that I may enter heaven the kingdom of God in the mighty name of Jesus i am born again if you have said that prayer again as have you heard in this broadcast this is not some kind of gimmick or trick 
This is now the holy word. It's about salvation. The salvation of the cross. And it's not about money. This is about preparing you after living this short life on this earth. You can have eternal peace with God. Make sure you're baptized. And you find a Bible teaching church. Not a church where the pastor is comical, comedian, making you laugh. I am talking about a church where the pastor is teaching salvation. Salvation of the cross. Salvation of the blood. The old rugged cross. The abandoned cross. The cross at Golgotha. May the Lord bless you. Prepare the way. The Messiah is coming. Shalom. Todarabah. Todalahem. Amen.